Sandusky kicks things off to start the second half, and it's into the hands of Nathan Seaman. He gets out to the 38-yard line. He gets absolutely no further as Sandusky special teams wraps him up there. Number 24 in the tackle is Sufi Omata for the Redskins. First and 10 for Harbor Beach, tied at 14 apiece, 11.53 left in the third quarter. You nailed that one, by the way. You've Thank been you. waiting all game to call that name, and you <laughs> nailed it, man. I'm, I'm proud of you. Well done. Every so often, it makes up for my lack of addition or subtraction of 10, uh, increments of 10 to start this game out. Yeah, I got I got a math teacher in mind that is scratching his head at you right now. <laughs> Not very happy. But Harbor Beach uh, will take the opening kickoff. Good field position starting at their own 39. Kadar remaining at quarterback in the spread offense. Two receivers in each direction. Kadar gets the snap, and it's going to be quarterback keeper. Slices inside, back out, and he has across the 45 out to about the 46-yard line. It's going to be a gain of seven. Tackle made by Jacob Sanderson. Nose guard for Sandusky. A nice dart from Kadar. Second down in four. Actually, second down in three on a seven-yard gain. Harbor Beach certainly wants to get the running game more involved. The passing game is fun. It's exciting. You don't see it very often. So all the fans enjoy seeing it. But if you're going to win this football game, you have to control the football and get first downs. You can't rely on the 15-yard completion. And similar to the second half of the Ubley game that we saw, quarterback running the football has worked, and it come out right away in the second half with that with a seven-yard run. Going for the hard count. It's a handoff to Puff right up the middle. Has room to run. Has the first down into Sandusky territory. Still on his feet at the 40. He's diving to the far sideline, down to the 25, to the 15, to the 10, 5. Touchdown, Harbor Beach. Devin Puff a minute and four into the second half. Gives Harbor Beach their first lead of the night. It is now Harbor Beach 20, Sandusky 14. Devin Puff with a huge 54-yard run. Wow, and uh, give credit to Nathan Seaman down the field as he makes a huge block at about the 20-yard line that takes out one of the defensive backs. A legal, clean hit, perfectly done, and that springs Devin Puff to the end zone for a big run, a quiet first half for Puff. Doesn't take him long to make a statement here early in the second half, and he strikes with a big touchdown run. Harbor Beach takes its first lead of the game, 20-14, to and the two-point conversion crew is on the field in the wing tee. Pirates trying to make this an eight-point lead. They lead 20-14. to 14. There's the snap. It's going to be quarterback keeper around the right side for Kadar, and he's in standing up and untouched, and it's now an eight-point lead for the Harbor Beach Pirates, and now a late flag flies in. That a late hit? Well, absolutely late hit on number 25. That will be Zach Franzel. Absolutely lit up Kadar well about four yards into the end zone. So they'll sort this one out, and Harbor Beach will be kicking off deep, more than likely in Sandusky territory. With 10.55 left in the second, third quarter, Harbor Beach leads 22-14. to 14. left in the third quarter. Harbor Beach marches down the field. 61 total yards in two plays, capped off by Devin Puff, 54-yard run. The two-point conversion on the keeper from Kadar is good. And now Harbor Beach leads just 65 seconds in the second half, out by eight points. It was tied at halftime, and now Harbor Beach with a very imperative and a huge start to this second half. A, A fast start, but it was not through the air at all. Matter of fact, it was on the on the ground where 
they kind of got away from the running game, which is their M.O. The passing game worked, kept him in the game. Matter of fact, uh, got him a late touchdown. But in result, they run the football with Kadar, come back with Puff, and he makes a guy miss, gets a great block, and he does the rest and rumbles into the end zone. Harbor Beach gets its first lead of the game. And after that late hit, Harbor Beach is going to be kicking things off from the 45-yard line of Sandusky. And they go for the fair catch, and they muff it by DeLorean Wedge. And regardless, though, it was in the end zone, so that will be a touchback. And Sandusky will start things out at their own 20-yard line, trailing now for the first time tonight, 22-14. to 14. Yeah, and keep in mind, uh, they kicked off from Sandusky territory as that late hit in the two-point conversion play. They, it was The penalty was put on the kickoff, so that was a, an easy kick for Woodkey to boot it into the end zone. And uh, no return possible for Sandusky as they will get their first crack with the football here in the second half. Matt Carlson trots in from getting the call from his head coach, Craig Jacobson. The seventh year here at the helm for the Redskins. 10.55 left here in the third quarter. 22-14, Harbor Beach leads. Receiver wide each way for Sandusky. Carlson in shotgun. Has wedged to his right. And number 25, Franzel to his left. Wedge has the lead blocker coming around the left side. Breaks free of that one and has slips at the 23-yard line on his own effort. Is trying to turn that corner. The dew point is at 36 tonight. We're not quite there yet. A two-yard gain, second down and eight. <laughs> That's exactly right. Is he? I'm sure he everyone gets, was thinking about the dew point there. Nice job by Mason Booms. He gets off the block, gets up and forces him to go around him. He's unable to make the tackle, but when he gets to the sideline, Franzel has to change directions and try to stay in bounds, and instead the cleats come right out from underneath him, and he goes right to the ground, but gets three yards positive on the play. Mark him down to the 23-yard line. Second down in seven for Sandusky. 10-12 remains in the third quarter. 22-14, Harbor Beach. Receiver wide to the left. That'd be number 26 to Lauren Wedge. 84 to the right is Logan, Logan Mitchell. Mitchell. And it's going to be a handoff. They're using number 26 in the backfield. That would be Wedge. Breaks free of his first tackle. Cuts back inside out for about a gain of a yard out to the 24-yard line. Harbor Beach tracks him down there on the far sideline. Tackle made by number 76, Evan Smiglinski. A little bit taller than Wedge. And now third down in seven, maybe third down in six, depending on the spot. There's been a couple times where you've seen those defensive backs of Harbor Beach specifically. That time Michael Anderson come flying in to make the tackle and come up completely empty. He goes flying in, over-pursues. The running back's able to change directions on him just a little bit, and uh, he goes flying right by. But credit to Evan Smoglinski, the big guy, getting to the sideline, making that tackle, allowing... Guys like Nathan Seaman to come up and help on the tackle for very little gain, maybe no gain on the play. And now third down and long for Sandusky as all of a sudden that outside run wasn't there for him when they needed it. We'll see what Coach Jacobson has in his playbook to counter that, or do they stick with the game plan and go right back to it? Tovar wide to the left. Looks like Mitchell wide to the right. Wedge in the backfield with Carlson in the shotgun. In the pocket, back to pass, throws right down midfield. Anderson turns, and this one's caught into the hands of their intended receiver, number 84. Logan Mitchell hit him in the hands and falls incomplete. And now fourth down and seven for Sandusky at the 23-yard line. Oh, Michael Anderson is a lucky man <laughs> no because he 
had perfect coverage. He really did. And when he read the football, he planted his feet, went up for the ball, and underestimated. That ball goes over his head, right into the breadbasket of Logan Mitchell, and it falls harmlessly to the ground. Uh, Another miscue by a receiver in this game. Logan Mitchell with a tough drop there, but Harbor Beach bailed out by that. Michael Anderson, again, perfect coverage but blew it at the end, trying to go for that big-time interception instead of knocking the ball away. But it falls harmlessly to the ground. Harbor Beach uh, gets away with one there, and now Sandusky will punt it away. And Francis with a booming kick here. Across midfield, bounces at the 46 and out of bounds, and Harbor Beach will have no return. So with 8.47 left in the third quarter, Harbor Beach will be back on offense for the second time this half. This half. And they're going to mark him out at the 47. First in 10 for the Pirates and with a 53-yard field to work with. Uh, interesting note, uh, In speaking of quick scores in the second half, Kingston scores on Deckerville to start the third quarter. Really? They take the lead over the Eagles 22-20. to Mike Gallagher from the San Diego County News is at that ball game tonight. First and 10 from the 47-yard line. Left right across the radio, 847. Left in the third quarter, Harbor Beach back on offense. Two wide each way. Kadar in the shotgun. Goes for the hard count, and it's going to be a handoff to Devin Puff right up the middle, and he gets absolutely nowhere, maybe out for a gain of a yard, but number 79, Micah Brown, the right defensive tackle, Jr., absolutely stops him in his tracks for a gain of a yard, second down and nine at the 48. Yeah, if, if he gets a yard, that is it, and, and, and it's back to what Sandusky kind of committed to in the first half. We are going to load the box. We are not going to allow runs up the middle, and when Devin Puff burned him on the last series, you can see that change made right away that we're not letting that happen again and when they give it right back to Devin Puff he runs right into a wall of red and black defenders very little gain on the play for Harbor Beach second down and nine. Second down nine two wide each way Kadar in the pocket throws to the far sideline this one is caught for an eight yard gain but a yard short of the first down sticks that's caught to Mason Booms six foot 155 pound sophomore Third down and a yard to go at the 44-yard line. Nice route there by Mason Booms as he goes about seven, eight yards down the field, plants his foot, turns his body, and shows his number to his quarterback. Kadar lets that one get away at him just a little bit. was a little low, but Booms does a nice job to go down and get it, secures the catch, and brings up now third and one. Um, I mentioned that because a good throw, Booms catches it and turns up field and turns into a big gain. But third and one now, Harbeach goes into the wing tee. Kadar under center. Hands off to his third option. Anderson has the first down and gets out to about the 41-yard line. That'll be a gain of three. Tackle made by number 55, Casey Kirkpatrick, middle inside linebacker for Sandusky, but not until after moving the chains for Harbor Beach. First and 10 from the 41. Seven minutes and some change here in the third quarter. 22-14. Harbor Beach leads by eight points. The wing tee as a whole has been a little bit of a disappointment for Harbor Beach. They they haven't been great at it this year, which is why you've seen more spread offense sets run throughout the season. But that time and tonight, they Sandusky has not had an answer in short yardage situations for the wing tee. It has worked out for them well, and it gets them a first down and moves them into Sandusky territory. Quarterback keeper for Kadar cuts to the far sideline, has positive yards across the 40, maybe out to the 39. Ran about 15 yards sideways for forward two yards. Tackle made by number 62, Riley Franzel, left inside linebacker for Sandusky. Second down and eight from the Sandusky 39-yard line. Six and a half left in the third quarter. Back to the spread where you allow your young quarterback to read the defense, read the end. He didn't like what he saw. He kept it for himself. 
But Sandusky, he did a good job. It didn't allow him to get free, and he had to make a guy miss and fight for the two yards that he got. Second down, eight yards to go. We're on the 39-yard line of Sandusky. So far, 14 yards in four plays. Pass to the near sideline is caught by Seaman at the 35. Spins out of that tackle, drags all the, down to the 25, and still on his feet and brought down and slung forward down to the 22-yard line by Casey Kirkpatrick. Nathan Seaman on the second and third efforts. Gets the first down and then moves the chains down to the 22-yard line. It was 6.04 left in the third. Nice play there. Again, those short hook routes. These defensive backs are tired of getting burned, so they're giving more and more cushion, allowing the Harbor Beach wide receivers to do a lot without being jammed at the line. So you see him put his head down, run six yards hard, stop, change his body, and by that time, Kadar's releasing the football. It is a total timing route, and it's on the money, and Seaman's able to get it, turn it upfield, and that all gives him a chance to break a tackle. 17-yard catch, and this one's a throw out to Anderson on the far sideline, and it's caught at the 15-yard line, and then Matt Carlson stops Anderson, but after an 11-yard gain down to roughly about the 11-yard line, and this is going to be enough for another first down for Harbor Beach. Move the chains yet again. First and 10 from the 12-yard line. The running game opens up the passing game. The passing game opens up the running game. Now you're seeing different routes run by these Harbor Beach receivers. You saw the hook route. You saw the, the deep pass down the field. That time you see Anderson in the slot go about eight yards down the field, plant his foot, and go as hard to the sideline as he can. And if you're Kadar, you just look at the first down marker and throw it there. It hits Anderson on the money. He catches it on the run and angles upfield to get that first down. That's Great the, throw and catch. The 10th first down for Harbor Beach. Quarterback keeper, Kadar goes to the left side, has positive yards, gets all the way down to the five. On a second effort, gets down to about the one-yard line. Touchdown, Harbor Beach! Dylan Kadar from 12 yards out finds the end zone for Harbor Beach for the second time this half, and now Harbor Beach leads by two possessions, 28-14 to 14 with 522 left in the third quarter. Uh, great play there. Design quarterback run. They snap the ball to him. Devin Puff is in the backfield with him. There's no read option. Puff goes right ahead, picks up the linebacker. Kadar follows him, kicks it to the outside, and he has to drag a defender the last couple yards. Getting to the sideline, he reaches that ball across the pylon into the end zone. Impressive drive there by the young quarterback, Dylan Kadar, with runs and throws. And this Sandusky home crowd is shocked. What a back-to-back -back series by Harbor Beach to all of a sudden they've scored four straight times to take the lead here now by two scores. 5-22 in the third. Going for two. Kadar in the pocket, throws it into the end zone, and this one is incomplete as he dropped it. That would be Nathan Seaman right in the middle of the end zone. So it remains a two-possession ball game. Harbor Beach doubling up Sandusky 28-14 with 5-22 left in the third quarter right here on the W. LW Sports Network. Harbor Beach scores for the second straight possession in this second half. 28 to 14 with 522 left. <laughs> Harbor Beach really in control so far in these first six minutes and 38 seconds of the second half. 28-14, Luke Woodkey will be kicking off from the 40-yard line once again. Sandusky's had just one drive in this half and it resulted in a three and out for a total of three yards. Harbor Beach has covered roughly 114 yards over 10 plays and two scores. 
Woodkey's kick from the lefties. And it bounces at the 21-yard line, and Sandusky touches it. Now they did not, and it rolls out of bounds, and there'll be another illegal procedure. And so we'll we have another re-kick here. But not but by not, much. Not by much. Woodkey's nearly on the spot there. Yeah, he's, he's pooch-kicking it away from DeLorean Wedge and Franzel, and he's trying to land it in an area where there are no defensive backs, and it's a long run for them to get to it. And that ball just barely trickles out of bounds with Harbor Beach special teamers racing down the sideline to try and recover it. But uh, they're going to absolutely make them re-kick it again so, and hopes again. to get a big return. <laughs> Luke Woodkey should have this kick down pat by the end of the game. 5.22 left in the third. 28-14, Harbor Beach leads by 14 points. Just six and a half minutes ago, it was a tie ball game. I tell you what, if I got mulligans in golf, I'd be really good. <laughs> yeah, if I had a lot of things in life, I'd be well, really good. I'm just saying, he gets to kick it twice. I, I'd like to hit my chip shot twice, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe a putt, you're right. I'm not sure one re uh, mulligan for me is enough. <laughs> just but it, saying. But it, it couldn't hurt unless, it, you, it, it, yeah. unless you run out of golf balls. <laughs> no, I... I uh, I get worse with every shot. I, I'm not going to lie. And now Harvich goes for the onside kick and is brought in with ease of the 47-yard line by the front man for special teams. That's number 73, Caden Blaschel. He's a right tackle as well as a left defensive tackle for Sandusky. A 52-yard field to work with for Sandusky at their own 48-yard line, trailing by 14 points, 28-14. to 14. That was a pretty impressive play by the big tackle there, no Blaschel. Uh, that ball bouncing all over the place, and he snatches it right out of the air, dives to the ground, does everything you're supposed to do, and he secures great field position for Sandusky, and it's much needed. This ball starts at their own, is down at their own 48-yard line. Sandusky sticking with the spread offense, a receiver each direction, but two running backs in the backfield. There's a snap option to went to the left side. This one's a wedge. Wedge has to cut back inside, and he has absolutely nowhere to go. It's going to be a loss of two, maybe even three yards. They mark him down to the 46-yard line as Harbor Beach cut off that corner. Ethan Hessling, linebacker, as well as number 65. Dakota Deer finishing him off. A loss of three on the play. They mark him down right at the 45-yard line. Second down, 13 for Sandusky. I, I like the option. Attack the outside. That's where you had success. But the but the running back and the quarterback were so close to each other that when he pitches it, all he did was give the ball to the guy next to him two yards deeper, uh, and there was no running room whatsoever. Ethan Hessling, I thought, was the first one there. Dakota Deer, not far behind, but a swarm of white jerseys, and that play goes for a loss of three. So situations where they were getting big gains are now going for losses. We'll see if Carlson airs it out here. Another option out to the left side, passes it out, and this one's intercepted by Mason, but they're going to say he stepped out of bounds as Booms thought he had it in, but that one is really close. Looks like he had his heel on the white line. Regardless, though, incomplete pass, and Sandusky gets one uh, in, uh, bounce in their favor for once. Wow, that one was so <laughs> close. I, at first glance, I, I thought Mason Booms had it picked off. He did a great job of finding the football, and as he goes to the ground, he looks down and tries to tap both toes in bounds. But uh, they're they're going to say, and thanks to help to our spotter, that, that when that foot came down, his heel was on the white line, which means he was out of bounds. But that play, as good a play as that was by Mason Booms, it was set up by the pass rush. That throw was completely under duress, and it was lobbed up in the air. He had to throw it over a big defensive back and come up short, and Mason Booms in perfect coverage just couldn't quite get those feet in bounds. Same formation except this time two wide to the right, one to the left. And Carlson, what we could consider in the pistol, rolling to his right, looking to pass on a second and 13. Downfield, and this one is caught at the 33-yard line by Wedge. 
And Wedge is ripped down at the 19-yard line by number 10 for Harbor Beach, Dylan Kadar, the free safety. And Sandusky converts on a third down. That's just their third of the night. Now three of seven. On, or three of or four of eight on third down conversions. You know, coming into this game, I felt that Harbor Beach has arguably one of the better receiving cores in the area and probably has the better passing game in the area. So with that in mind, I feel they have the best defensive backfield in the area as well. And an area of strength is a place where Carlson has picked him apart. And that time he got a nice pocket to throw in and some confusion. The defensive backs, Nathan Seaman was playing zone. There was another defensive back playing man-to-man. -man. And in that case, when those when those receivers cross, one guy follows the other. The other guy stays in a zone situation, and they're lucky that pass didn't go for a touchdown. Great play, great throw by Carlson, and that's a much-needed first down for Sandusky. Carlson out of the shotgun looking to pass. Passes to the near sideline into the end zone, and this one's way off mark and throws out of bounds, and this one's going to be a flag in the backfield. More than likely could be a hold. This is, the flag is at the 21-yard line, a yard behind the original line of scrimmage. It's almost always, unless you're the Lions, it could be hands to the face. <laughs> I think so. More than likely hands to the face. Uh, it has to be a hold. Personal foul. Tripping. Tripping. Against Sandusky. So repeat the first down, but it's a 15-yard penalty from the spot of the foul, which is at the 21. That's worse than a holding. Yeah. That's going to back yeah. him up an extra five on top so of it. So they're now at the 36-yard line is the line of scrimmage. The first down marker is at Elk Street. Second down and 26 to go. Long ways to go now for Sandusky. So they get a big pass play, give it all back in penalty yardage. So we'll see what they do, but they've been attempting to throw the football. I assume Coach Jacobs is going to let Carlson keep continue to throw it down the field. First down and 27. Uh, first down markers at the nine-yard line. They are at the 36. I say your math is spot on this Thank time. Thank you. Thank you. You got, you got the hard ones right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Carlson rolling to his right, looking to pass downfield, and he is wide open at the 30-yard line. And that's be number 20. That's Tovar. And he's had short of the first down marker, but gains a lot of that uh, lost yardage on that penalty back as they are down to about the 16-yard line. Tackle made by Dylan Kadar for Harbor Beach. Second down and four to go. Again, in, in that situation... There's nobody guarding Tovar. He, he slips out of the backfield about four yards down the field, goes to the sideline, just leaks out of the backfield, and turns around and stands there waving for his quarterback as his check down option. And uh, when the play breaks down, Carlson doesn't see anything downfield. He dumps it off to Tovar, and there isn't a Harbor Beach defender in the area. Nathan Seaman was inside of him. Michael Anderson was 30 yards downfield, and it turns into a huge gain for Tovar. So instead of first in a mile now it's second down and six and all that penalty yardage is given right back uncharacteristic for the pirates to give up such big plays in situations where you know what's coming a 21 yard pickup for tovar on the completion from carlson this time's a handoff to wedge right up the middle through the left gap and he's down all the way to about the three yard line blasting over white jerseys nathan seaman finally wraps him up down to the three uh, the four yard line regardless though it's going to be a first in goal situation for Sandusky, 2.13 left here in the third, 28-14, Harbor Beach. 
man, he just makes the most out of every single run. You give him five, he takes eight. I mean, he is just absolutely outstanding, running over defensive back uh, players for Harbor Beach, making it look easy, and a, a nice first down, and now deep well inside the 10, inside the five. They're down into the four-yard line now, first and goal from the four. We'll see how that red zone defense for Harbor Beach holds up, but the running game all of a sudden coming back to the Redskins now having a lot of success. 142 now. Clock continues to roll down here in the third quarter. Sandowski still in the huddle. Now coming up to the line there at the first and goal from the four-yard line. Receiver wide to the right, Logan Mitchell. To the left, Tovar. Ten seconds left in the play clock. Carlson in the shotgun. Quarterback keeper right up the middle, and he's down to the goal line, and he's in. Touchdown, Sandusky. Carlson from four yards out makes it count for the St. Essie Redskins, their first score of the second half, and now it's down to a one-possession ball game. Currently 28-20 with a two-point conversion still upcoming for the Redskins. Minute 20 remains in this third quarter. Three scores so far in this third quarter. At four in the second. Uh, the two quarterback keeper for Carlson, and he's going to be brought down. And it's actually Devin Puff strips out Carlson, and he's running back, but that's an immediate dead ball. So the two-point conversion fails for Sandusky. Trails now to Harbor Beach by just eight points with a minute 20 left in the third quarter. Sandusky with 20, Harbor Beach at 28, right here on the WLW Sports Network. Sandusky responds with a touchdown of their own after Harbor Beach puts up two in their first two drives, and Sandusky then goes for the onside kick, and it's into the hands of Luke Woodkey. He brings it in no problem and falls to the ground at the 41-yard line. So Harbor Beach will have a 59-yard field to work with from their own 41. First and 10, left right across the radio with a minute 18 remaining in this third quarter. Nice job by Luke Woodkey. That ball bouncing all over the place, and he goes down to the ground, knocks it down, covers it up, and gives his offense pretty good field position. They start at their own 41-yard line, and just by the way the game's been going, Harbor Beach comes out with their own version of the spread offense, two receivers in each direction. Kadar, quarterback keeper, finds that gap, has positive yards about for about three yards, out to about the 44-yard line. Tackle made by Micah Brown, right defensive tackle. They're going to mark him down at the 45. That's a gain of four. Second down and six. We're at a minute left in the third quarter. And a very uncharacteristic way of keep getting your running game going. It has to be your quarterback that's been doing it. Outside of one excellent run by Devin Puff, Dylan Kadar has been your best running back so far for Harbor Beach in those design quarterback runs and the read option. He's done a very nice job, probably one of his better games, running the football tonight. He's thrown the football as really good as well. We'll see if they continue to let him make decisions. Pass to the far sideline, wide open. That would be number nine. Mason Booms has the first down inside Sandusky territory and finally brought down to the 38-yard line by Matt Carlson. Move the chains from the 45 of Harbor Beach down to the 37-yard line of Sandusky. A nice 18-yard pickup on the pass incompletion from Kadar to Booms. One of Kadar's 
better thrown balls, absolutely on a strike. Uh, if he was an outfielder trying to throw out the runner at home, that was a perfect ball right into the chest and a great timing by Booms as he turns around, shows his number, and as he does that, the ball is already in the air on a line right into his chest. He catches it, has five yards before Carlson can get to him, and he is able to get by him and get extra yards on that play. Great throw and catch by Harbor Beach for a yet another big play in the passing game, and it certainly appears Harbor Beach is happy with the way this quarter went. They're going to let the time run out. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Troy Schelke has zeros on the clock, and we are entering the fourth quarter with Harbor Beach leading by just eight points, 28-20, to 20, with 12 minutes remaining in regulation. You're listening to your home for high school football, the WLW Sports Network. First and 10 for the Pirates to start out this fourth quarter. They're in Sandusky territory at the 37-yard line. Right to left, cross your radio. Handoff is going to be quarterback keeper, and the snap is a little high, and Kadar lost his footing. And number 73, Caden Blaschel, will get credit for the stop. A two-yard loss, second down and 12, back to the 39-yard line, 11.45 left in the fourth quarter. And that's about the third time they've had trouble with the snap, and it, it's cost a Harbor Beach a couple times. That one there on first down, you lose two yards, maybe a little more. Uh, it's a good thing Kadar is able to cover the football up and not allow it to be turned over, but no chance of getting positive play, and that's exactly what to start the fourth quarter Coach Jacobson needs. Now he's just begging his defense to come up with a stop here and get his offense back on the field. An eight-point game, 28-20, to Harbor Beach leads. It was 14-14 at the half as Harbor Beach had to put some points on in the waning moments that half. Kadar in trouble and rolls to his right. Now he breaks out of that. He has positive yards. Down to the 30, to the 25, and it runs out of bounds. And that could have down to about the 24-yard line when he's finally forced out of bounds. That went from a loss of five to a first down and then some. From the 39 to the 24, a 15-yard pickup on the scramble from Kadar. Wow, and that, it's going to feel like about 22 yards because <laughs> yeah. that play was going backwards big time, and I'm not sure what happened, but Brandon Duff just flat out missed him. Um, it looked like Kadar was going to take his loss and went through an arms tackle, and next thing you know, there's nothing but green grass in front of him, and a big loss turns into a huge first down run by Dylan Kadar. Now it's first and 10 down at about the 24-yard line. Two wide each way. Kadar has Puff to his right, and it's going to be a handoff right up to Puff of the middle. Breaks out of the first tackle, and they're trying to strip him there, but they're going to say forward progress has stopped at the 25 for absolutely no gain. Tackle made by number 62, Riley Franzel, middle, or left inside linebacker for the Redskins. Third down and 11 after a loss of a yard. Should be second, second, down, down, second and down and 11. Second down and 11, and back to that, that we will not allow Devin Puff to beat us up the middle, and he runs into a barricade of defenders with nowhere to go, no bounce back option, and uh, it's just a matter of uh, when they stand you up, that whistle blows because they don't, they don't strip the football. Sandusky has tried, attempted that all night, stand up the running back and rip at it until the officials blow the whistle, and it's worked once for them. They did get a turnover that way, and they would love to get another uh, strip sack or takeaway any way they can get it. We'll see if Harbor Beach trusts Kadar to throw it again, or do they run read option this time from the spread? Same formation, Puff to his left this time, and it's going to be pass rolling to his right. He has man to get rid of it and lands a fly at the far sideline. This is going to be incomplete at the 20-yard line, and heads up there from Kadar just to get rid of that one before pressure came and sacked him. Great, great coverage 
Um, but the offensive line does not hold up. Sandusky gets pressure, 45 Brendan Duff, 55 Casey Kirkpatrick in the backfield quickly. Kadar rolls to his right to buy a little time, but there is nobody open, and he throws it to the sideline near his receiver, and uh, it falls safely to the ground. But now third down and 11, Sandusky defense doing a great job. Obvious passing play, I believe, here, but it is four-down territory, so you don't need it all in one throw, but we'll see what they decide to do. I imagine they're going to let Kadar throw it down the field, and if this pass rush keeps coming, could a screen pass be the option? They need to get down to the 14-yard line. They stand at the 25 right now. Pass down right down the middle of the field to Anderson. Is caught at the 5. Touchdown, Harbor Beach. Michael Anderson from 25 yards out. Catches the pass from Dylan Kadar and Harbor Beach. Tax on yet another score, and it's back out to a 14-point lead with 9.57 left in the fourth quarter. Harbor Beach 34, Sandusky 20 with a two-point conversion on its way. I love it. Hey, offensive line, protect, and I'm going to throw it to the best player on our team, and that's Michael Anderson, and he absolutely blows right by his defender, and Dylan Kadar puts it right on the number. Michael Anderson elevates, pulls it in, and then drags his defender into the end zone. A perfect throw and catch from Kadar to Anderson, and they uh, extend this lead back to two scores. They're up 14, and uh, back to the wing tee as they attempt their two-point conversion. Kadar under center. Quarterback keeper to the left side. He has nowhere to go. Absolutely now reverses fields. Now cuts back in. <laughs> this one's done at the eight-yard line as Matt Carlson stopped him well be before the end zone goal line. So it remains a 14-point ball game. Harbor Reach 34, Sandusky 20 with 9.57 left in the fourth quarter right here on the WLW Sports Network. Harbury scores for the third time this half. They now lead by 14 points yet again, 34 to 20, 9.57 left in the fourth quarter. Luke Hookie will be kicking off right to left across your radio this time. We'll see if he can keep one in inbounds. He hasn't been off by much, Not, but yes, no. they, they've trickled out of bounds they, they a couple times. Move the ball about, uh, about four to six feet to the right, and he'd be inbounds almost every time. Wookie looks to his right, to his left, and now lets it fly. And this one's going to be in the middle of the field. It bounces to the 29 and comes to at the 21. Number 21, Lucas Fian, has the return out to the 32-yard line. Tackle made by Elliott Seaman, fullback and linebacker for Harbor Beach. First and 10 for Sandusky at their own 32-yard line. Not only did he keep that one in bounce, he kept it between the hash marks. <laughs> He must have li been listening. I would think so. 9.52 left in the fourth quarter. It's a two-point or two-possession game, 34-20. to 20. Sandusky with the ball, trailing by 14 to Harbor Beach. Receiver wide each way. Carlson running back on either side of him. Screen pass to the left side to Wedge, and he gets nowhere. Out for about a gain of a yard. A tackle made by number six, Luke Woodkeat, outside linebacker. On the screen pass, gets out for one yard. Second down, nine to go. And Wookie still hasn't been able to fix, uh, switch out his shoe from the kickoff. 
Well, he did a nice job making a tackle anyways. Uh, Sandusky trying to throw a screen pass, trying to loosen up that pass rush a little bit, beat him. But Luke Woodkey stands his ground, is in the right spot, is able to make that tackle in open space. That's been a struggle tonight for both teams. And uh, Coach Jacobson and Coach Schelke just trying to get their playmakers in space, knowing that there's been a ton of missed tackles tonight. Second down, nine to go from the 33-yard line. Same formation working off about a yard inside the left hash. Going to be a handoff to Wedge coming around the right side. Has room to run. He has the first down, and he trips up at the 46-yard line. And that's going to be a gain of roughly about, oh, boy, that's uh, 15 yards, 16 yards. And he may have, he's coming up a little ginger there. He's uh, rolling up. Logan Mitchell is the one with the rolled right ankle. So he's barely getting back to the huddle. First and 10 for Sandusky from midfield at the 47-yard line. I, uh... Doug, did you give that stat to the to the field there? Is that who got the tackle? <laughs> but but in all seriousness, DeLorean Wedge is an exciting back, and Don't he gets in open space there. Again, Michael Anderson over-pursues on the defensive back position. He does force him up the middle, but where he leaves that ground, DeLorean Wedge takes that spot, and he's into the secondary, and it's a good thing as he tried to change directions, and he went right to the ground. Tough break for Sandusky. Hand off to Tovar coming around the left side, and not much there as Howard Reach brings him down. That was in Luke Woodkey in on the stop for no gain. On that last carry, Wedge finally crossed the 100-yard mark. He now has 11 carries for 101 yards. Tovar on that, no gain on the play. Still at the 47-yard line, second and 10. With eight minutes remaining in regulation, Hover Reach lead by 14, 34 to 20. I like how you say finally. It only took him 11 <laughs> carries. I, I can't help the 11th one came in the fourth quarter. But uh, you, you are right. He is under his average for the year of 14 and a half yards a carry. He's only at nine. Wedge came in tonight with 1,319 yards and 91 carries and 21 touchdowns. Second down, 10 from the left hash of the 47. Left to right across the radio are the black jerseyed Sandusky Redskins. Two wide to the right, one to the left, and rolling to his right to pass. Screen pass, and this one's incomplete and thrown in front of Wedge for about a yard too far. Incomplete, third and 10. Nice coverage there, 42. Ethan Hessling in perfect coverage. You could just feel that screen pass to Wedge coming, but a lot of that is Harbor Beach is keeping an eye on 26. He's he's burned him so many times that there's guys like Seaman keeping an eye on him, and that time, or Hessling, excuse me, doesn't allow him to get anywhere, and I actually think Carlson threw that one into the ground on purpose. I, I don't think he saw any green light there. We'll throw it to the ground and live to see another down. Third down and long, though, for Sandusky, just a couple yards shy of midfield. So an incomplete pass sets up a third and nine and a half from the 47-yard line, working off that right ha left hash again. They send Tovar wide to the right. Logan Mitchell wide to the left. So we hand off to Wedge coming around the left edge. He has a white jerseys all over. Meet him at the 50-yard line for a gain of three on the play. Leading the tackle was Nathan Seaman, outside linebacker for Harbor Beach. And this is now a fourth down and seven. Fourth down and six, according to the spot. They're going to mark him down to the Harbor Beach 49-yard line for a gain of four. Sandusky go for it with seven minutes left. You're down two scores. You have nothing to lose. If you want a share of the title, you have to win this game. And the only way to do that, if, to me, is to get a first down. There's only seven minutes left in this game. And if Harbor Beach wants to slow the pace down, they can. But 
you have to complete a pass here for a first down. They would love to have seen another three or four yards out of that run, but a great job, not only that time by Michael Anderson, but by Nathan Seaman as they both come up, seal the edge, side by side. Seaman takes the inside, and Anderson takes the outside wedge. has got nowhere to go. So now a long six yards on fourth down now for Sandusky. Much needed first down. One receiver wide each way, and it's going to pass to the left side to Carlson. And this from Carlson to number 25, Franzel. And it is caught and still on his feet, dragging his defender. Let's lose this one. He's at the 25-yard line and finally brought down by Anderson at the 26-yard uh, line. A fourth down conversion on fourth and six gets big-time gain. From the 49 down to the 21, a 28-yard pickup. Yeah, it was a great pass by Carlson. Number 25, Franzel, blocks off the linebacker and then just kind of leaks out a delayed route. And the linebacker was right behind him, but it was such a short pass that Carlson just short arms it, lobs it over the head where 25, Franzel, could catch it on the run and get down the sideline and get a big play. We have a flag on the far sideline. Way back at the 38-yard line. It's right in front of the Harbor Beach bench. And they're picking up the ball, and they're going to be walking backwards with this. So if it's at the 38-yard line, and this one's going to be negated, not good for Sandusky here. So from the 38, they're still walking. Oh, personal foul on the offense, but... Uh, fifth, uh, I'm not sure what the signal was exactly, but so instead of a first down in deep inside Harbor Beach territory, it's now fourth down in eight to go from the 48-yard line. Whatever that personal foul was, that was a big one for Sandusky. Craig Jacobson still in the field talking with the officials. He doesn't seem too upset about it, so whatever happened, it must have been pretty obvious or pretty bad where even he can't even argue it. I didn't see what happened. It was right in front of the Harbor Beach bench, the opposite side of the field where we're at, and that's going to cost him a lot, a huge gain negated to penalty. That's a couple times that's happened to Sandusky. Uh, again, I'm not sure what happened, but now they got to come up with another well-executed fourth down play to get a first down to stay alive in this game. Fourth and eight, 544 left here in the fourth quarter. 34 to 20, Harbor Beach leads. Sandusky needs convert on a fourth and eight from their own 48. Carlson rolling to his left, back to pass. Let's this one fly in the middle of the field, and this one's incomplete, wide open. Was number 45, Brendan Duff, at the 38-yard line of Harbor Beach, but this one is off the mark as Carlson had pressure in his face. Incomplete pass, and so because of that personal foul, Howard Beach gets a turnover on downs with 5.33 left in regulation. Dakota Deer forced that throw to be a little off balance. It couldn't quite step into the throw, and when you got to throw that sidearm, just get it out of here throw, and he throws it to Brandon Duff, who's not typically a wide receiver, didn't doesn't move that well laterally, found an open hole in the defense, was wide open, but the throw is just off a little bit. He's unable with that slippery field to get over to the ball, and it falls harmlessly incomplete. Harbor Beach defense stands, and now you'll see the closer come in, the wing T offense. The T formation for Kadar, hands it off to Devin Puff, room to run. He has the first down, breaks free of his first tackle, going down that far sideline and steps out at the 27-yard line. So from the 48 to the 20 zone, a 21-yard pickup on Devin Puff on first down and the first play of that drive. 5.25, clock stops. 
and Harbor Beach now on the edge of the red zone for Sandusky. Exactly. We, you hate to criticize a kid after making a good run, but the point is to run the clock out, not run out of bounds. Now, I know he cut it upfield, and that's his instinct is to cut it to the outside and try to hit the home run and take it down the sideline. But you step out of bounds, you're not running the clock. That's what they want to do, but nonetheless, a huge run for Devin Puff, and it's now first down again for Harbor Beach. You know what that penalty was? Hurdling. Handoff to Devin Puff again, out across the 25, down to about the 22-yard line to gain a six on the play. Tackle made by number 62, Riley Franzel for Sandusky. And you know, it was just a couple weeks ago we saw that, and they allowed, I believe it was Cass City, to yes, do that all night long. They did it a times, couple yeah. times. and It didn't work for them, but they attempted it. And uh, we both felt that that should have been a penalty in high school football. But uh, this time they catch it, and it costs uh, Sandusky a chance to get back in this game, and uh, they'll have to burn one of their timeouts. 5-11 remaining in the fourth quarter. Second down and five for Harbor Beach at the 23-yard line. We'll return in 30 seconds. Five eleven remains in the fourth quarter. Our reach racing a second and five. Craig Jacobson still talking with the officials out there as we got word that personal foul was hurtling on that far sideline. It's illegal in high school football to leave your feet and try and jump over a defender. So Hawkinson there and uh, gets the Lions be out for good, uh, completely out there for a second as a result of hurtling. MHSA trying to be proactive and not allow that at the high school level. Regardless, though, that costs Sandusky. A conversion, and now have reached deep in Sandusky territory with five and some change left here in regulation. Handoff to Devin Puff, spins out, trying to spin out his first tackle, but instead Zach Franzel rips him down for about a gain of a yard down to the 21-yard line. Actually, a loss of a yard on, on this spot. So we'll bring up a third down and six for Harbor Beach at the 22-yard line. 4.45 remains. Other than uh, two big plays by Devin Puff, the Sandusky defense has done an excellent job maintaining his big playability. He's known for breaking tackles and being physical. Um, he's actually showed some speed today. He hasn't been able to break those tackles. But this is a situation where they need him. Third down, maybe five to go. And this is where we haven't seen Anderson touch the ball in a while. He's been their first move-the-chains guy, especially on fourth down. Would be shocked if he doesn't get a carry. Third and four, according to the smut. Kadar under center, trying to bring this play clock down as much as possible, and the handoff to Michael Anderson. Hits the line and falls forward. Looks like he's down to about the 16-yard line. He has the first down marker by about a yard, maybe two. Tackle made by number 79, Micah Brown. Right defensive tackle. And Harbor moves the chains, first and 10 from the 16-yard line. And, and as predictable as it is, when the offensive line of this Harbor Beach is playing well, things they just move that defense out of the way and Michael Anderson is quick enough he's got great vision and he's able to find that crease in the defense and he fell down backwards trying to get through that crease but it was enough to get a first down and now more clock getting chewed chewed away Sandusky's chances may come back Gets less and less here with every tick of the clock. We're down to three minutes, 40 seconds to go in the game. Harbor Beach, first down and 10. 34 to 20, Pirates lead the Sandusky Redskins. First and 10 from the 16-yard line. And say quarterback keeper around the right side to the far sideline. Cuts back inside. He looked very close to that first down marker all the way inside the 10. 
down to about the nine-yard line. Tackle made by number 20, Martin Tovar for Sandusky. Looks like he'll be shy by about maybe two yards. Well, my angle's way off there. Second down and, and four to go. Gain of six. Yeah, it was still it was a nice run, and it was an intelligent run by an underclassman as that design run typically allows the quarterback to angle his way to the sideline and go out of bounds without taking a hit. He cuts it back in field, into the middle of the field. He does get tackled not hard. It gets, goes down to the ground, gets five or six, and now the clock continues to run even more. But I don't know how much longer he's going to let his quarterback take hits like that it's a, it's about a chance to go back to puffer anderson now kadar under center hands off to devin puff dives forward and he's down to about the one yard line falls backwards touchdown harbor beach with 236 left in the fourth quarter devin puff finds himself in the end zone once again and harbor beach extends this lead out to 20 points 40 to 20 with two and a half to play in regulation just a powerful run there by Devin Puff as he's bouncing off defenders, forces his way into the end zone just barely. And Harbor Beach puts the nail in the coffin, goes up three scores now as uh, looks like someone tying the one. shoe here. Yes, it's time to see the one. extra point. So Michael Anderson will be your holder. Luke Woodkey is your kicker for Harbor Beach. As Harbor Beach marched 52 yards down the field in six plays. In two minutes and 57 seconds, resulted in a Devin Puff. Touchdown for nine yards out, and the extra point is good. Ring the bell, and Luke Wookie makes it a 21-point game, 41-20, to 20, with 2.36 left in the fourth quarter right here on the W at W Sports Network. Two thirty-six remains in regulation, and Harbor Beach leads now by twenty-one points, the largest of their night, forty-one to twenty over Sandusky. As Sandusky's just been for the end zone once this second half, it was fourteen to fourteen at the end of halftime. Harbor Beach has now put on what twenty-seven points in the second half. Twenty-one point lead for the Pirates, and now Woodkey kicks this one in between the hash marks again. Down to about the 24-yard line. It's muffed, and they're going to have to jump on it at the 24-yard line. That would be number 21, Lucas Feehan, for Sandusky. 2.34 remains in the fourth quarter. Harbor Beach leads by 21 points. Sandusky back on offense. Trying to get something going here. And, and I like that kick. It's kick it down the middle, keep it bouncing. Don't allow DeLorean Wedge to get the ball. And it bounces off an up man, and he's able to just jump on it, but no return. So tough field position for Sandusky. You're at your own 24-yard 20, line, down three scores with just two and a half minutes to go. Um, I would imagine at this point Coach Jacobson probably has called off the dogs. You're going to see a couple running plays here, <coughs> maybe one pass attempt, but... Uh, for now, I think the, the game is done. We'll see if he can run a couple big plays here, and uh, Harbor Beach will go on to be the outright Greater Thumb East champions. Receiver wide each way. Henderson, uh, excuse me, Carlson hands off to Wedge right up the middle. Gets out to about the 26-yard line. Tackle made by Jacob Kirsch, defensive tackle for Harbor Beach after a two-yard gain. Second down, eight to go. According to the spot, a three-yard gain. Second down and seven as Wedge with a three-yard gain. 2.15 remains. Yeah, and right up the middle into the those 
Big Smiglinski boys, Kirsch, J, uh, Dakota Deer in there. Uh, not a lot of running room typically, and DeLorean Wedge gets a hard-fought three yards, but that's it as the clock rolls under two minutes. Harbor Beach leading in this game 41-20. to Since 109 in the second quarter when Sandusky made it 14-6, to Harbor Beach has scored on their next five drives to make it a 41-20 to ballgame. Harbor Beach bringing in their limited bench into the game now. Sandusky, second and seven. T formation, Carlson back to pass. Downfield, this one's caught by Logan Mitchell. Mitchell across the 40 and down to about the 43-yard line. Nathan Seaman brings him down there for the first down. From the 27 out to the 43-yard line. A 16-yard pickup from Carlson to Mitchell. Nice play, and I, I really uh, I really like the playbook that Coach Jacobson has in store. And, again, he still has a pretty young team. There's a lot of juniors on this team that are very important, and uh, they're, they're going to be tough here in the future. And that was a nice throw and catch by Carlson, who's just a junior himself at quarterback. First and 10 from the 43. Carlson back to pass. Now going to keep it for himself. He has lead blockers. He nearly had the first down, but instead he ran out of bounds at the 49-yard line. Going to mark him out of the 48. That's a yard short, maybe even two yards short. So an eight-yard gain, maybe nine. Stops the clock with 107 of the 48 of Harbor Beach. <laughs> Very unique play. A busted play. Is the, it was supposed to be a rollout to the left and have Carlson throw it down the field somewhere, but um, Harbor Beach completely sealed that end off, and he, he stops and looks back to his right and sees nothing but open field and scrambles that way, and his receiver couldn't pick up a block that he was asking for, so he just scurries out of bounds, takes an eight-yard scramble, and stops the clock, but now Har uh, Sandusky moves into Harbor Beach territory at the 48-yard line. Second down and a yard to go from the 48-yard line. 107 remains, receiver wide each way. Carlson in shotgun, looking to pass. Rolling to his left, now looks to his right. Receiver open at the 36-yard line, but hit the hands of number 45. That would be Brendan Duff, and incomplete. Anderson there, or excuse me, Nathan Seaman then comes down and makes sure he doesn't catch that one. It was you right the first time, it was Michael, yeah, Anderson. Michael Anderson. So 102 now left in the ballgame. 41 to 20. Duff was wide open, but that ball was a little low and a little behind him. And, and as he spins around to go get it, he just can't quite snatch it out of the air. And then Michael Anderson absolutely cleans him up to make sure that there is no completion. Uh, and so third down and a long one, maybe two to go for Sandusky. 21-point ball game. Of course, you want to listen on a Sunday at 7 p.m. for the return of the strong side, an hour of high school football recap from the previous week on Sports Radio 1021. Carlson on third and one, keeps it for himself across the 40 now and runs out of bounds and stops the clock at the 37-yard line with 53 seconds left. Carlson now scrambling and moving the ball and moving the chains for the Redskins. Nice, uh, a very good heads-up play as uh, the pass coverage was very good. But you can tell there's no pass rush right now as a lot of those guys are, are catching a breather on the sideline. And uh, Carlson's able to take advantage of that, doesn't like what he sees, and scrambles around those defensive linemen and has free running room all the way around the field and gets a pretty easy first down for Sandusky. 53.4 seconds left. Sandusky comes up to the line at the 37-yard line. Left to right across the radio. Receiver wide to left, one to the right. Two men in the backfield with Carlson in the shotgun. Passing. Stays in the pocket, now rolls to his right. He's in trouble, and he's going to roll right out of bounds. And that's a late hit at the 41-yard line. So this is going to move the chains as looks like number four for Harbor Beach. That would be Caden Boynton. Came in, and as Carlson was running out of bounds and actually was out of bounds, Boynton made 
pushed him further out of bounds. And it's going to cost Harbor Beach 15 yards and an automatic first down. Yeah, just not aware of where he is on the field. Uh, Carlson was giving himself up, going straight out of bounds, and, and Caden Boynton absolutely hits him a, a full yard out of bounds anyways. Uh, just, again, not aware of where the play is. But if I'm Carlson there, if I'm, if I'm Coach Jacobs and talking to my quarterback, I don't want him taking that hit. If you're no. just gonna if you're just gonna run out of bounds for a loss of three yards, why don't you just throw it into the sidelines? That way you don't lose any yards, you don't take a hit, and the clock still stops. Um, so a, a little bit of a break there, an unnecessary play by Caden Boynton, but just trying to make an impact for his team. Uh, nothing that was that. Crazy. It wasn't that egregious, but no, still No, correct. Enough. That's probably the word. But uh, nonetheless, it's a free 15 yards for Sandusky. 48.3 seconds left. Sandusky now at the Harbor Beach 28-yard line. Carlson looking to the far sideline. The pass, and this one is as nearly picked off by number eight for Harbor Beach. That would be number six. Luke Woodkey was there on it. Read that pass from the get-go. Regardless, though, incomplete. Second down and 10. 44.4 seconds left. Uh, just great pass coverage there by Luke Woodkey. And it's one of those plays where Carlson kind of had his read picked out before the defensive play, even the play even happened. He was throwing it to that guy, and it was well covered. And uh, he's probably fortunate that Woodkey doesn't come down with that ball and go the other way. Second down, 10 now from the 27. 44 seconds left. Our reach will be securing their third straight greater than East title with a victory here tonight. Two wide to the left. Carlson looking to the left. Throws it midfield. And it is caught at the 15-yard line and down to about the 7-yard line. Tackle made by Michael Anderson. On the catch, that would be number 20. Martin Tovar with the reception. Moves the chains for Sandusky. First and 10. Excuse me, first and goal from the 7-yard line. 36 seconds left. Nice throw and catch there from Carlson to his receiver. It was right on the money, and he's, he hits him in stride, and he's able to get inside the 10 down to the 7-yard line. Tovar with that reception. Clock rolls, 20 seconds left. Receiver wide each way. Carlson hands off to Wedge, coming around the left edge. Not much there, has to cut back inside. Spun and lost his footing now for about a gain of a yard. Out to the 7-yard line. 10 seconds left. And the clock is under 10 seconds, and Sandusky will be defeated at home, and Harbor Beach improves to 8-0 on the season and ends the season perfect in divisional play as Harbor Beach takes out Sandusky 41-20 in week number 8 of WLW Sports High School Action with Clark Ramsey, Dave Hansen, Doug Cole, Rochelle Thompson, and Dan Banky. We'll return in your post-game show. Neymar Diaz serves as player of the game. We'll look at some other area scores. And recap the one we saw right in front of us here tonight. Harbor Beach 41, Sandusky 20 on your home for high school football, the WLW Sports Network, powered by Agar Valley Services. Harbor Beach wins 41-20 in week number eight and clinches an outright title of the Greater Thumb East, improves to 8-0. A big second half for the Pirates launches them to victory for an 8-0 season record. We'll have all the details coming up on your WW Sports post-game show with Clark Ramsey and Dave Hansen, and of course the strong side this Sunday. We'll have all the details upcoming right here on your home for high school football, the WW Sports Network.
Final score in week number eight of the WLW Sports regular season. Harbor Beach 41, Sandusky 20. To ramp up the Greater Thumb East competition in Harbor Beach finishes undefeated in divisional play, going 6-0 against the East. Dave Hansen wants to take us through our scoring plays here, starting from the top. Absolutely will. And at the end of the first quarter, we had no score. Harbeach Sandusky tied at zero apiece. But the first play of the second quarter, DeLorean Wedge catches a 57-yard touchdown pass from Carlson, and Sandusky would punch in the two-point conversion for an early 8-0 lead in the second quarter. The ensuing drive, though, Harbor Beach would respond with a Michael Anderson two-yard touchdown run. The two-point conversion would fail. Sandusky would still lead 8-6, to six, seven and a half to go in the second quarter. Uh, Tovar scrambles in on the ensuing drive for Sandusky, a four-yard touchdown run. Ex- Sandusky ex- extends the lead over Harbor Beach 14-6 with a minute nine to go, but that would be plenty of time as Dylan Kadar hits Michael Anderson on a seven-yard touchdown pass, runs in the two-point conversion, and squares up the game at halftime 14-14. Third quarter, though, all Harbor Beach right out of the get-go. Devin Puff on the second play in the second half scrambles for a 54-yard touchdown run. Dylan Kadar again runs in the two-point conversion. Harbor Beach would have its first lead of the game, 22-14. The next, they get a three and out. Dylan Kadar scrambles in from 12 yards out. Two-point conversion, no good. Harbor Beach now leads by 14 with 5.20 to go in the third quarter. Carlson, though, would respond with a four-yard touchdown run of his own and the two-point conversion would be no good, but Harbor Beach would still lead 28-20 to at the end of the third quarter. In the fourth quarter, Dylan Kadar hits Michael Anderson again, a 25-yard touchdown pass this time. Harbor Beach re- goes back into the lead by 14, 34-20, to 9.57 to go in the game. Sandusky would turn the ball over on downs. A big play on fourth down negated due to a hurdling penalty. You can't hurdle a defender in high school football. So that 15-yard penalty would lead to a turnover of downs. And as trying to run the clock out, Devin Puff would rumble in from nine yards away with two and a half minutes to go. And Harbor Beach would lead 41-20. to And that would be your final as Harbor Beach defeats Sandusky in Sandusky 41-20. to with 109 left in the first half, it was Sandusky leading 14 to six. Then Harbor Beach rattled down the field, 52 yards in 49 seconds to tie it up at halftime, 14 to 14. And from that point forward, Harbor Beach scored on every single drive for the rest of the game. Started the second half, 61 yards down the field with a puff 54-yard run. Next play, next drive, I should say, 53 yards, seven plays for a score. Then 59 yards, eight plays, and then 52 yards on six plays. All ends up in the end zone. That's the difference maker tonight. 41 to 20, your final. Let's take a look through the offensive and defensive stats for both squads. Harbor Beach ends up with 408 total yards of offense on 51 plays. Sandusky, 326 on 46. So still pretty close. 30 rushes for 170 yards from Sandusky. 30 rushes for Harbor Beach as well. 202 yards. Through the passing game, Matt Carlson was 7 of 16 for 156 yards. Dylan Kadar, 14 of 21 for 206 yards and a score. Taking a look, let's go through Sandusky's rushing individual stats here. DeLorean Wedge, 14 carries, 109 yards, but no touchdowns tonight. That's, I think, only the second time this season. Martin Tovar, 5 carries, 24 yards and 1 score. And Matt Carlson, 4 carries, 22 yards and 1 score. 7 of 16 for 156 yards through the air for Carlson and one score, went, which went into DeLorean Wedge's hands. 
he ended up with 103 receiving yards on top of his 109 rushing yards as well on four receptions. Martin Tovar, two receptions for 37 yards, and then Logan Mitchell, one reception for 16 yards. Harbor Beach's offense on those 30 rushes for 202 yards. Leading the way, Devin Puff, 10 carries, 98 yards in a score. Or was that even? Now it's two scores, actually. Dylan Cater, though, 12 carries, 66 yards, and one score. Michael Anderson, seven carries, 23 yards, and a touchdown. And then one recep- one carry for Nathan Seaman for 15 yards. Kadar through the air, 14-21 for 206 yards. And two passing touchdowns, both into the hands of Michael Anderson. He had six receptions for 65 yards and two scores. Nathan Seaman, though, four receptions, 88 yards. Devin Puff, two receptions, 38 yards. And Mason Booms, two receptions for 15 yards. Nice balance here from both Harbor Beach and Sandusky. Oh, absolutely. It was eerie how similar these teams were, especially when Sandusky came out with the spread offense and had success running and throwing the football, mixing it up, wing tee and spread. It was uh, very eerie watching, similar, watching both of these teams run their offense almost the exact same way, but in the second half, that's where the Pirates turned it on and scored on every single drive in the second half to kind of put away the Redskins. Defensively tonight, Sandusky had 31 tackles and three tackles for a loss. Harbor Beach, 33 tackles and two tackles for a loss. Just one turnover in this ballgame. That was on Harbor Beach's first drive of the night on a fumble on, I believe, just like the second or third play of the game for Harbor Beach. Leading the way at the Harbor Beach defensive attack, Luke Woodkey with five tackles, four tackles apiece for Michael Anderson and Nathan Seaman, three tackles for Ethan Hessling as well as Evan Smiglinski. Two tackles then apiece. But Dylan Kadar was in there with three as well, and Ethan Hessling. Two tackles for Ben Rogenbuck, Jacob Kirsch, and then one tackle apiece for Grant Smiglinski, Dakota Deer, and Mason Booms. Tackles for a loss on top of that. Jacob Kirsch and Ethan Hessling each were for one. And then that's it. Just three penalties on High Reach's defense. Two of those were illegal procedures on kickoffs. Sandusky's defense, led by Matt Carlson with six tackles, five tackles apiece for Riley Franzel, and Micah Brown, four tackles for Casey Kirkpatrick, three tackles, Delorne Wedge, Brennan Duff, two tackles for Zach Franzel, and one tackle apiece for Martin Tovar, Estuvio Mata, Jacob Sanderson, and then tackles for a loss, one apiece for Casey Kirkpatrick, Caden Blaschel, and Zach Franzel. Zach Franzel also had a tip pass, Delorne Wedge had a forced and recovered fumble, and then just one penalty on Sandusky's defense, a late hit, personal foul. Dave Hansen, your thoughts here on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, pretty even. A lot of you can tell that both teams ran the ball, threw the ball, so you see an even distribution of defensive backs and linebackers and defensive linemen getting in on the tackling. I mean, nobody had more than six tackles in the game. Matt Carlson with six tackles was the leader in the entire game. Uh, so it just goes to show you how diverse both of these offenses are. And I, I think a healthy Sandusky team. Um, I think this team is really, really good. Uh, I think this team is very talented. They didn't turn the ball over at all, and uh, they gave Harbor Beach everything they could ask for, but Harbor Beach just has that edge right now, and when they play like they did in the second half of this game, they have that upside potential that we've seen and heard about all season long that we really haven't seen that much of. USA completely shut them down last week. Harbor Beach called off the dogs at halftime, and it almost bit them in, in their tail, and Tonight, it was the opposite. They turned on the Jets, opened the playbook up, and let their playmakers play. And that starts with Dylan Kadar, it starts with Devin Puff, and it starts with Michael Anderson. And when those three guys are playing well, 
Mason Booms plays better. Luke Woodkey plays better. Nathan Seaman plays better, who had a bunch of big catches today, but had some drops too. There's a lot of upside to this Harbor Beach offense especially, and if the offense is rolling, the defense plays well as, as well too. Well, let's roll right into it, Dave. Who's your DS Services player of the game in week number eight? We had some discussion, but uh, there are plenty of guys that were deserving of it. But uh, you and I both felt Dylan Kadar is deserving of the DS Services player of the game. Uh, he carried the ball 12 times for 66 yards and a touchdown. He was the second leading rusher for Harbor Beach, and he completed 66% of his passes, 14 of 21 through the air, 206 yards, no turnovers, and two touchdown passes. So three total touchdowns, uh, 200 and about 70 yards total offense for Harbor Beach for Dylan Kadar. And again, there were plenty of guys, uh, Devin Puff and Michael Anderson, that come up close, but tonight, Dylan Kadar is your winner. DS Services of Cassidy is your source for everything grain storage related. Call DS Services today to design, build, and maintain your next grain storage system. Congratulations to Dylan Kadar in week number eight, your DS Services player of the game. Now let's transition into other area games. We had a doozy down in Kingston tonight to decide really the NCTL Blue Division and Deckerville and Kingston went down to the bitter end. It was 20 to 14 at half, Deckerville leading. And then it was 42 to 34 with waning moments left. And Kingston throws an interception, we do believe. With a minute 12 left, Isaac Kineth grabs that one. And Deckerville hangs on for an eight point victory, 42 to 34. Mayville over North Huron, 40 to 14. Owen Gage over Caseville, 58 to 30. Your final score there in the Great Earthum Conference. In the West, Bad Axe over Carroll, 41-27. Cass City Big Time, Blanks Reese, 46-0. And then we have KPAC and Brown City. Last we heard, Brown City, 26, KPAC, 14. And don't forget, that means that Cass City goes undefeated in the Greater Thumb West. So they are undefeated champions back-to-back. Yes. Greater Thumb West champions. So shout-out to the Red Hawks. Congratulations on another Greater Thumb Conference championship. So, Dave Hansen, final thoughts here from week number eight. Well, always a pleasure coming here to Sandlot County and Sandusky. We're always treated really well. The field was in great shape. Gorgeous, uh, gorgeous. Uh, the, the, the fans were, were great. Uh, we saw an excellent football game, and, and we saw a Harbor Beach team that eventually turned on the Jets and pulled away at the end. But I really like what this Sandusky team does. I really like the playbook, and uh, I think they'll be effective and I certainly believe this team deserves to be in the playoffs, and, and I'm sure they will be. But, uh, again, a great game, a very entertaining. Love to see the spread offense by both sides. And uh, it was a, a pleasure to watch. And congratulations again to the Harbor Beach Pirates on their third straight Greater Thumb East Championship. Harbor Beach continues their road trip. They are on the road at Lakers next week. A game you'll hear on Sports Radio 1021 with uh, a different crew, unfortunately. And then Sandusky at home again against Badax to round out their regular season. Sandusky now falls to 5-3. and three. Harbor Beach at 8-0. And just non-conference games left in week number nine before playoffs. I didn't realize that they had another home game. I, I think they shot off all their fireworks. <laughs> They're going to have to go buy some more for next week. It was an impressive show, I must say, there. It was, it was. Uh, but, of course, uh, be sure to listen in on Sunday to the strong side. The triumphant return begins this Sunday at 7 p.m., 60 minutes of high school football. Uh, recap from week number eight with Clark Ramsey, Dave Hansen, uh, Paul P. Adams from the Heron County View, and we hope Mike Gallagher can join us as well from the St. Louis County News. And it's a 60 minutes of great football recap.
Oh, it sure is. Uh, like I said, we have a lot of regular season games to highlight, uh, some important stats, and then we will take that in the second half and preview your, your Week 9 matchups and uh, even take a look at early postseason rankings and kind of see where our local teams are going to fall, who's going to play who, and uh, maybe even touch base on the teams that we think might make a run. And so, Dave Hansen, once again, thank you for all your uh, insight and analysis tonight. And we certainly saw a good one tonight. Uh, we certainly did. And, uh, uh, you know, we'll take a break next week, but we will definitely see you uh, on Sunday. And we will, again, cover all the big news and uh, preview the playoffs. Tonight's game was brought to you by Thumb Sailor, the talk of the thumb. Dia Services of Cassidy, here in Daily Tribune, home of the prep zone. Randy's Hunting Center, 269 Guns. More motor sales of Carroll and more Shoreline of Seabling here on Auto Parts, Elber Insurance Agency. Dirty Tine Landscaping, North Star Bank, DM Cabinet Shop, Insure, Better Health, Better Life, Are You Sure? So, on behalf of the entire WLW Sports Broadcast team, in game analysis, Dave Hansen, our Director of Sports Information, Doug Colt, Director of Game Data Analytics, Rochelle Thompson, and our Director of Visual Data, our spotter, Doug Cole. I'm Clark Ramsey, producer and host of this broadcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's game. We certainly did. It was a thriller all the way through. 41 to 20. Your final score is Harvard Beach improves to 8 and 0 on the season. With just one week remaining in the regular season, they travel to Lakers next week. A game you'll hear on 102.1 with our B crew. On behalf of Dave Hanson, Doug Cole, Rochelle Thompson, Dan Banky, I'm Clark Ramsey. Thank you for listening tonight. We will see you on Sunday for the strong side. In the meantime, Harvard Beach, your Greater Thumb East champs, right here on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Your home for high school football is the WLW Sports Network, being powered by Agar Valley Services. A cold one from Sandusky, but a big win for the Pirates. We'll see you next time. See you Sunday. This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network, powered by Agra Valley Services. On Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your home for high school football is the WLEW Sports Network.